Indeed. All right, welcome back. Or yes, welcome to the first episode of the What on Earth Extra Time podcast. Today I am with one Mr. Ethan Jawadi. And uh, yeah, well, he's not, um, you know, like, he's not a, yeah. Huh? I can, I can hardly hear you. Wait. Because it's a podcast, you know, so they're not going to get audio, you know? Exactly. So, and just so that they know, this is a video call that's going down right now. But we're not physically in the same room. Yeah, I'm sure, I think they'll be able to tell that. But, like, the, Jawadi isn't as far away as, like, Nicola or my cousin Adrian, per se, but they're, you know. <laughs> exactly. But tonight, we just had to get in, uh, a nice little podcast for you guys because it's following a kind of crazy week of Champions League footy. And, uh, like, right when um, we were about to start recording this, Jawadi, like, he's like, bro, that that Man City-Atalanta game was fucking nuts. Yeah, it was absolutely crazy. Max is like, save it. Do not say a word right now. Save it for the, yeah. save it for the listeners. It was nuts, though. <laughs> they put their right back in the, the goalkeeper, he got a red card in, like, the 90th minute. Right before Kyle <laughs> Walker comes in for Man City. It was I don't know. It, I don't think it even was the 90th minute. I think it was, like... 80, either 90, it was either 93rd or 87th. I, don't, I actually don't know which one. I think, yeah, but he... Kyle Walker, the right back, had to go in that... Oh, my God, that's fucking nuts. Short. I think... Oh, no, it was, like, the 81st minute. 81st? Yeah. Short. And he That's, saved a free kick as well, <laughs> right yeah, after. He really did though. He like it went right to him. He spilled it, and then he jumped. Yeah, that was nuts. I know. So there. Whoa! Like that's crazy. I wish I watched the game instead of just the highlights. Yeah, th- I think that was the game that I did end up watching that day. Um, but <clears throat> we can start out with like the match day before. Did you end up watching? Uh, by the way, Jawadi's a Barcelona fan. Did you end up watching Barcelona and and Slavia Prague? I never shut up about it. <laughs> Did you end up watching that game? Barca who? Versus uh, Prague, Slavia Prague. Oh, it was the, they, that was a tie, right? Yeah, nil nil. I didn't watch the game. I was so I saw the score after. I was so upset. I was like, "Fuck this." <clears throat> I I was watching that game or like the first half of it. It was so dull, so bad, man. What's um, just a good game? So no way. So bad. It was uh, like let me just tell you about the stats here, and and like you'll probably Did be Barca able. Dominate? Huh? Did Barca dominate? I mean, yes, but. Yes, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they did actually. Like. Looking at the shots, it was 14 for Barca, 5 for Slavia Prague. Shots on target for Slavia Prague, they had 0. Barca had 6 on target. So, I don't know. You might expect, like, a Messi or a Luis Suarez. I don't know. Basically, anyone in that team to put something in the net, you know? Like, you wouldn't... No, it's Slavia fucking Prague, bro. (laughs) I know. I've never heard of them. You know, everyone knows Barca. Who knows Slavia? But then, you know, they got the same amount of points out of the game. They each got one. I know. Six shots on target, no one cares about that. They care about the 0-0. Yeah, it was... uh, 
like it was just another like team performance from Slavia Prague. Like all of these, there seems to be a theme with these Eastern European teams when they come to like come up against a big club. They just like all like everyone in the team works their fucking face off. Like they go so hard, like to just close down all the space they can and just play for a draw. Or play to like snatch a like one win at the or like you know like one goal at the end. I think the term that you're looking for is they park. Smash and grab. Yeah. Smash and grab. <laughs> no, that's a different one. What? Um, smash and grab is another thing. Uh, no, like they play super defensive. Cause think about it. They got. I didn't watch the game. But yeah. No, had, it's yeah them, parking the bus. I can infer that they did a lot more defending. They were not very aggressive. They didn't do take a whole lot of risks. You know, that's what I would think. You know, I, I didn't even watch the highlights, so I saw the scoreline, I was like, fuck, like, you gotta be kidding me. Barca's been doing so badly recently, too. They've been losing and tying, losing and tying games that, like against these way smaller clubs that yeah. don't even have a chance. Like, it's absurd. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Valverde probably will, you know, probably has to leave. And in all honesty, like... He he's just not doesn't play the kind of like the kind of football that they uh, they're used to, right? Like, and he he's kind of dull. Like he he makes he makes like defensive. He's known for this, like making defensive substitutions in the middle of of like games where they you know they may need like one more goal and things like that. So yeah. <clears throat> He's probably got to go go the way of Niko Kovac. So, um, huh? Who's Niko Kovac? He's the manager of Bayern who just got sacked. Oh yeah, yeah. You mentioned uh, okay, that's well. Actually, he he didn't technically get sacked. He handed in his res- resignation. Um, and and it was like the verge of getting fired, and it's just like he just did his. Yeah, way. but like Bayern told him that. Uh, like reportedly Bayern told him that he could continue playing but um he like I I guess he like felt he's like probably gonna get his ass fired soon and so he like handed in his re- resignation but yeah I mean you I'm not him, right? I mean like he was like he was okay but like when Bayern hired him he was like their fourth or fifth choice manager so like uh I don't know. I like he could definitely do better. So um we got a couple of games here that we can just glance over because there's a there's uh two more on this match day that I want to like really talk about. Like Zenit and and Leipzig was just uh uh pretty evenly contested game like Leipzig had 21 shots not like in total, um, to Zenit's ten, which resulted in seven on target for Leipzig, five for Zenit, which is a bit bizarre because where where the hell are Leipzig shooting from? Where they take twenty one shots, only get seven on target. It feels like you should probably get put more on target there. Um, yeah, just a two 0 win for Leipzig. You would expect that from them over Zenit. Um, Liverpool gank 2-1 to Liverpool. I mean, 
Liverpool's defense hasn't been what it was last year. It's been a bit more porous um, at the beginning of this uh, season. So, hmm, I mean, not surprised to see that they conceded to a pretty weak gank side. But, yeah, like you would have just expected as a, a routine win. Um, are you pulling up some of the... Yeah, huh? I'm pulling up the, the squares too, so I can see for the ones I didn't Oh, make. okay. Can't complain in the 2-1. win is a win. They got the two points. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, here we got Napoli and Red Bull. Before I look at the stats, I'm just going to guess that Napoli absolutely slapped Red Bull. But, like, not because... Okay, Red Bull is a fantastic team, but I watched, like, the first half of this game... <laughs> I th- I think it was yeah the first half and dear God did Napoli put the pressure Napoli on they I think they hit huh Napoli was spanking them let's see oh God because you said you watched the first half so they were oh my God okay I'm pretty sure Napoli hit the post at least three times in this game correct me if I'm wrong okay so this game ended one one um with an uh, Erling Braut Holland penalty for. Um, Salzburg and Herving Lozano. Oh, I think that must have been, yeah, definitely his first Champions League goal for Napoli, I would assume. 12 shots for Salzburg, one on target. Listen, okay, you said that, or I said before, like, man, um, oh, who was it? Leipzig got 20, had 21 shots, only seven on target. That seems a bit wasteful. So, 12 shots, one on target. And then listen to this for Napoli. 29 shots, four on target. Oh, that's ridiculous. You know what, though? For me, 12, one on target is worse. Fra- you think? Yo, yeah, because think about it. I don't think 24. so. How much was it? 24 and four on target? No, 29 and four on target. Yeah, that's those are both really bad. Yeah, that's brutal. Also, huh? Did, did you watch the game? I watched the first half. Yeah, sometimes the stats don't always tell. They're not super telling, though, because some of the things they count as shots that are not shots on target are really, like, you know, lobs, you know, and it just goes in. Like, no, 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 it's, it's like, they have a, a method for it, but this time they're, like, like, they just don't count, like, hitting the post as a shot on target, and I'm pretty sure Napoli hit the post a couple times this game. So I would have expected Napoli to probably win this one. Just judging by their performance, like, and, and like, a very un... Huh? Yeah? I also think Napoli's also a better team, overall. Uh, yeah, that could be fair to say. However, like, Salzburg is, like, very underrated, and they have some insane young talent, and, like, very, very good young talent. But, like... It was a very un-Salzburg, yeah, performance. They they kind of like one shot on target is a bit odd for them. So uh, yeah, let's um, pull up the next game here. So I'm just gonna I'm not gonna go into these ones. Valencia four, Lille one, Lyon three, Benfica one. <clears throat> I mean, I just want to get straight into four Ajax four. That's interesting, dude. Chelsea. This is the one I wanted to get into because Sante and I watched the second half of this. Look, just look, click on the. Did you watch the highlights of this game? I didn't know. I, I Dude, didn't. it's fucking nuts. You should like. You should watch it after. 
Was this better than the Atlanta? Yes, 100%. Really? Yes. Oh, even with Kyle Walker going in the in net? <laughs> yes, dude. I've L- only ever seen that happen once. Let me just tell you what happened in this game. Yeah, tell me. Yeah. Okay, so Ajax in the first half, I believe they ran up like a 3-1 scoreline. With uh, actually, Tammy Abraham scored an own goal in the second minute off a free kick whipped in by Promise. Yeah, Quincy Promise. And uh, yeah, it was kind of like I don't know. I feel like it it probably could have been given as a a Promise goal. But yeah, then um, so then uh, Ix conceded a penalty and Jorginho slotted it away. In the fourth minute, so it was 1-1 Jorginho's already by the... Huh? Oh, Jorginho's the guy who scored the penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's 1-1 at this stage already in the fourth minute. Um, then in the 20th minute, Quincy Promise scored um, for Ajax. Then, okay, 35th minute, on the right-hand side of the pitch, there's a free kick, like, it's... A pretty tight angle, and Ziek hits it with his left, and it fucking like go. It like curls into the far post, bounces off the post, hits Kepa, which is uh, Chelsea's goalkeeper, in the face, and it bounces <laughs> in, <laughs> and it uh, and did it bounces into the net. Huh? Did it go? So it hit him in the face. Where did it go off of his face? Did it go in the net or? Yeah, just in the net, and it counted, so and it counted as an OG an oh, own goal. Sure. I was <laughs> Dude, it counted as an own goal, and it's like, and it's like become a huge meme this week. <laughs> yeah, that's a slap in the face for a goalkeeper. That sucks. Literally, and figuratively. So. Yeah, I, I guess. I <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, okay, so then at the break, it was three-one to Ajax. They absolutely dominated Chelsea in the first half. Um, Second half, Chelsea come out a completely different team. Like, uh, despite they conceded a, another goal to make it 4-1 to Ajax in the 50th, 55th minute. Huh? I was just saying, was it early in the half? 55th minute. 55th from uh, Donny van de Beek. It was just like a ball across the box. He takes a touch and smashes the bottom left. Um, <clears throat> and then... I believe it was at this point that Chelsea subbed on Reese James. Man, this guy had like a fantastic impact. He's like a a young English prospect. He's he's a right back and he was like playing out of his skin. He was uh he was putting in some great crosses and um, yeah. Pardon me? You know how old he is? I believe I think he was like 18 or something like that. Oh, so he's really young. He might be a bit older. Um, so, yeah, then both of Chelsea's fullbacks scored. Azpilicueta in the 63rd, Reese James 74th. But this was in between those two goals. You get this. Um, there was this weird fucking passage of play where um, Chelsea are putting the pressure on Ajax and they're they're getting closer to their like to the like the 18 yard box and daily blend who's already on a yellow card slide tackles uh one of the chelsea players doesn't get the ball the ref plays advantage and the after that challenge the ball like falls to a chelsea player 
who shoots it and um one of the ix players blocks it with his hand in the box so the ref then gives daily blint a second yellow card so he gets sent off and then he gives um the guy who who like handled the ball in the box a straight red so ix got two reds in like two minutes yeah and a penalty so they were playing when I saw the highlight or when I saw the scoreline for this game, I didn't take in there was two reds. It says only yeah. one. Yeah. No, no, no. Look down. Two. You see? It's Joel Veltman and Daily Blind. So from the 69th minute onward, nice. Uh, Ch- fucking Ajax had nine guys against 11. Nine on 11. <clears throat> so that, like, just the fact that two bitch- guys were. Yeah. <laughs> They scored the penalty, right? Yeah, yeah. They make it four four, and then it's the no, it's no, no. That, nine that, that made it um four three, and then Reese James scored in the seventy fourth minute to make it four four, and then later in the game, as Piliqueta had oh yeah, Ajax was disallowed winning four three. Yeah, I and then uh, as Piliqueta had a goal disallowed, like a winner. Um. So yeah, that basically tells you all you need to know about this game. Like that was just like an insane game to watch the second half of it was just but it was like basketball like just scoring at both ends like basketball but yeah i get what you're saying like high scoring but chill bro we're soccer guys yeah (laughs) yeah i feel you bro the 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 listeners need to not get the wrong message here (laughs) yeah we we do not so condone basketball yeah, we've not supported <laughs> me in that sport. All right, so let's <laughs> move on to <laughs> let's move on to Dortmund and uh, Inter Milan. Do you want to give us a rundown of the stats here this time? Dortmund if you're going through. All right, let me just start by saying this is a, a comeback victory for Dortmund at the Signal Iduna Park, which is Dortmund's home stadium. Did you watch? No, I didn't, but I I've seen the highlights of all of them. Wait, let's have oh shit, the stats are okay. Well, shots on target is pretty even. Possession, Dortmund had a fair amount more. They had sixty-two to Inter Milan's thirty-eight. But shots, Dortmund was shooting like crazy. Twenty-one shots to Inter Milan's nine. God damn. Okay. And on target, no six red. for Dortmund. Four for Inter, damn. Yeah, on target was pretty even. That's the thing, so... I guess they were just shooting from everywhere and they just weren't getting very good shots. They were taking them. Yeah, and the... Dortmund had way... Like, about... 250 more passes, about. Yeah. They were passing about, like, crazy. So, yeah, this was just a, a comeback victory for our... For Dortmund, given that uh, Lautaro Martinez continues his, like, this guy's insane. Like, he's a, a superstar striker in the making, if not already one. <clears throat> and um, him and Vecino both scored in the first half. And then um, in the second half, we... Um, Ashraf Hakimi scored in the 54th, 51st and 77th minute along with Julian Brandt in the 64th. And this makes uh, Hakimi's actually, I believe, Dortmund's highest scorer in the Champions League this year with four goals. And he is the right back. 
So he's he's just on fire. But I believe they played him on the wing a few times, which is I mean, it's not that strange given that like every time he gets into these positions, he's scoring and he's insanely fast as well. But that was my next question. Yeah, is he fast? Because if you're playing him on the wing, he has to be fast. He's fast as fuck. So, uh, huh? When I think of Dortmund, I think of Aubameyang. That's how dated my knowledge is. Faster than Aubameyang was? Um, no. Aubameyang is like still insanely fast. Even I think at Arsenal, even he was like, or like this year, I think he was clocked at second fastest or fastest in in Premier League history or something like that. Walcott is the fastest. Is that fair to assume? I don't think I don't think Walcott is the fastest, or was really? I think I think Aubameyang and someone broke that record. I don't know. I think, no, it, I think it was broken. Aubameyang was, I think. Hmm. All right, let's move on to the the quick side note. Just to yeah, yeah, yeah. For one second, I think, and this is a completely me speculating on something I think I heard a while back. I'm not 100% sure that this is true. I might be straight capping right here. But I heard somewhere that Walcott, like he had in one play, there was just a, like he had to basically sprint 100 yards to reach the ball. And they recorded the time in which he did that. And he beat Usain Bolt's time. Obviously, you know, it's not a world record. It's not certified because they didn't have all of like the necessary kind of, like, you know, somebody from the World Record Commission coming in timing and all of the like it didn't satisfy all the guidelines but he actually completed the time in which it took him to get that ball running like sprinting down the field 100 yards faster than Usain Bolt did I think I heard holy fuck straight up cat but I think I I don't know I heard something crazy like that about (laughs) Walker I feel like that cannot be true (laughs) but (laughs) I'm like 40% sure (laughs) that would be fucking nuts um I'm gonna search it up, and next on the next episode, we'll talk about that because I'm gonna figure out what it is. Because there's something, there's some crazy stat that's 100 percent true. I think that okay. Well, I know Kyle Walker is one of the fastest. Sane yeah. is as well. But last season, oddly enough, here are the fastest people in the Premier League. Um, Isaac Mbenza for Huddersfield Town was 12th. Who the fuck? Like, I watch a lot of footy. Never heard of Isaac Mabenza, ever. Yeah, so many of those where I'm like, who the fuck? But it's just become standard for me because I don't know these players these days, you know? So when you say, uh, like, half these names, I'm thinking that in my head. But when you say who the fuck, that's how I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, who the yeah, fuck is this guy? Yeah, really is not well known. <laughs> um, Salah is oh, 11th. Can we pause it for one second? Wait, wait. I don't know if we can pause this. All right, just hold it. Oh, wait, are you sharing my screen? Yo, can I call you back in, like, half an hour? All right, sure. Later, bro. <laughs> All right, back to it. All right, so, so we got uh, Patrick Van Anholt in 10th, Sergio Rico in 9th. He's a goalkeeper, what the fuck? He's a How- goalkeeper and he's the ninth fastest player in the Premier League? Yeah, last season. How? How? Like, uh, that's crazy. Maybe you should it... think about being a right back. What the fuck? Is he really tall? Uh, I don't know. I think he's like, 
a pretty standard height. Origi, Divock Origi is an eighth. At Felipe Anderson, seventh. Jared Delafeu, sixth. DeAndre Yedlin at fifth. The guy's good for nothing except for running. Um, Leroy Sané in fourth. Ruben Vinagre in third. Okay, a bit odd. Kyle Walker in second. Timothy Fosu Mensa in well, first. He didn't even make the list. He doesn't play the like, Premier League, does he? Huh? Is still playing in the Premier League? Yeah, yeah, for Arsenal. So he's not even top, like, what was the list out of, 10 or 15? 12. Okay, true. So he's not even top 12 fastest anymore. Huh. But that's weird, because he was clocked at, like, being really fast recently or some shit like that. I don't know. Huh? Like, three people ago, his pace was 94. Yeah. He's still fast as fuck, though. Okay, so wait. Here's the... We're moving on to the next one. Bayern, Olympiacos, 2-0 to Bayern with goals from Lewandowski and Perisic after... This is the first game after they fired their coach. Um, and After their coach resigned. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, Niko Kovac, fan. Um, no, no, I'm just saying, though, we got to give people <laughs> the proper story. You know, we can't... We got to yeah, get straight facts. Technically, after he technically resigned... So, um, yeah, they uh, pretty much blew, like, Olympiacos away here. It, like, even though it's not really reflected on the scoreline. But, um, oh, yeah, let me just say, their their interim coach is this, uh, I think he was, like, the Bayern's second team manager. His name is Hansi Flick. His last name is F-L-I-C-K, Flick. So, um, yeah, just a, a great name there for you. Um, but, yeah, the stats read as uh, for Bayern, 27 shots, 11 on target, 70% possession, 677 passes at an 89% accuracy, 12 fouls, You're no right. yellow cards, no red cards, 14 corners. 14 Mueller. <laughs> 14 corners, bro. But listen to this. This is like that's a complete domination. But three shots for Olympiacos, none on target. <laughs> Obviously, 30% possession. Huh? I won this, right? Yeah, they fucking like. I I kind of feel like they should have scored more than two given these stats. Olympiacos, 300 passes, um, one corner, like. Not that corners are, like, the greatest measurement of a game, but, like, if you have 14 corners versus one, you can probably assume that, like, one team was attacking way more effectively than the other. So, yeah, just a routine win for them there. Um, Olympiacos is a Greek team, right? Yeah, yeah. I believe they're based in Athens. Do you want to take us through the Locomotive and Juventus one? Sure, let me pull that. Yeah, well, I will see. Or wait, do you wanna do you wanna talk about Atalanta and Man City first? Do you wanna do you wanna talk about that one? Sure, we can go a little more in depth on that one. That one was nuts. It was just fucking crazy. Yeah. So since you're very enthusiastic about it. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you know, the biggest thing for me is I have only ever seen one game. Like it's always a scenario that went in my mind. Like what if a team had like particularly in older, like, when I was younger, when I really watched soccer. 
what if a team's keeper gets a red card yeah. and backup keeper gets a red card? In this situation, they didn't have a backup keeper. Their backup keeper was injured. So yeah. I've never seen it happen once in a game. I was watching through the highlights this time, and I just thought to myself, like, that's crazy. This should happen again. There's only The only time I ever saw it, the, um, who was it? I there saw it. And save that was made. It was um, Julio Cesar was the one who was sent off. They sent him off, and somebody went in net for him. Uh, oh, I can't remember, but I remember it no, happened. Who? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? One of yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I think it, it wasn't Vidic, I don't think, but it, it, was, it was somebody like him. But they went in. It was a free kick, and the guy actually just did like a crazy diving save. You know, yeah. he, you know, he did it. It was nuts. Everyone was like, "Holy shit!" Like, you know. And then he became like a he, he the interim backup keeper. <laughs> but that's how <laughs> it was. Like they trained him as a keeper after. Yeah, because they like that's what happens whenever the situation what, comes they, up. They just good for huh? that. It definitely wasn't vintage. Vintage was way too good for that. No, no, no. It was like because uh, they they just ask like literally whatever player used to train as a goalkeeper as a kid. That's what they do. So that's you, Jawadi. If anyone gets a red card, you're up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In our men's league game. Fuck yeah. So, give us a rundown of what so happened this. This is a very even game, aside for shots on target. So, there was 15 shots by Bayer Leverkusen. 13 for... Wait, wait, wait. Are you doing Leverkusen or are you doing the Atalanta? Atlanta. We'll do Atlanta. Yeah. We're okay. Sure. So this game was one one. Yeah. Also, this one was also pretty. This one was probably more even than the Leverkusen Athletic one actually that I was about to that I just. <laughs> so this one there was eight shots on target for Atlanta, or pardon me, eight shots for Atlanta, ten shots for Man City, four on target Man City, two shots on target for Atlanta. Damn. Man City had more possession. They they played better. I thought in the highlights I was thinking they were playing better. I thought. Like, they deserve to win, in my opinion. So, yeah. I think they would have. Like, I don't know. This game was, like, a game of different phases. It felt like... I don't know. At one point, Atalanta was, like... Like, towards the end, I thought, hmm, these guys might snatch it. But then... To be fair, Atlanta yeah. was not expected to do anything, you know? Like, they... A man City, I think, was the very heavy favorites in this one. Atlanta yeah. Atlanta a very commendable game. But Atalanta, like I don't know if you know, they're like a they're an Italian team that's like, like in the past few years just kind of been on the come up with like some good talent in their team, and they're they're actually like a really really good team. I know of them, but my version in my head of them is a very old version, you know, because all my like I probably read yeah, this is but this is like their first hmm? all my soccer knowledge is quite dated. You know, yeah, so image of them, I'm thinking of them like three five. <laughs> They, they were not a team to watch by any means at that time. Don't worry. We're, we're going to be bringing you up to speed on this podcast. Yeah, I'm learning. Over time. Over time. Uh, but this is their first ever season in the Champions League. Oh, for real? Yeah. They were in the Europa League before, but this is their first ever in the Champions League. Yeah, I didn't even take that in. Most teams don't make it to Champions League. The fact that they're here is, I guess, a testament to how well they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Because there's even rounds of qualifying in Champions League. Like, they have to go through, like, a 
you know, if they don't make it automatically, they have to go through a bunch of rounds. So, uh, yeah, that's also... Hmm? Automatically make it for Champions League. It's the top two teams for each league, right? Uh, it depends on the league. Um, yeah, no, like, MLS, oh, no, MLS does, actually. What? MLS what? Can MLS... No, 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 no. It's only European teams. It's But it's like England gets like the f- top four teams, I believe. Like, I think Germany and Italy are top three. I don't know. It's different for every country depending on something called the UEFA coefficient, which is like, I, I think it determines like, has something to do with how many viewers are in each like each country but like that's how they say it but i'm pretty sure it just has to do with tv revenue to be honest do they actually tell you what goes into the full uefa coefficient or they're like this is roughly what it's based off of but we're not going to give you the whole like shebang about how we oh okay um I don't know. The UEFA coefficient are statistics used for ranking and seeding teams in club and international competitions. Um, coefficients are calculated by UEFA, who administer football within Europe. Okay, so they just like look, I guess, at the viewership of each country, or not just that, but like a, take into a few a few things into consideration, and then they like determine how many teams will automatically qualify and how many will like have to go through some qualification rounds and stuff. I think what it actually is though, that they like the, the criteria that qualifies the, the extra team. Do they, do they say it? Um, they don't go right out and say, cause if they go right out, out and say it, they have to adhere to what they say. I, I would like, I don't know, just from a business standpoint, I would think they wouldn't want to do that just yeah. so that they can kind of have a little bit more discretion within know the ranks of themselves hmm i don't know i'll have to i'll have to look more into that but let's just wrap up with these last few games here had juventus and locomotive moscow 2-1 to juventus scoring in the third and 93rd minute to juventus for some reason they've been okay well juventus have not played great or like this year very they haven't played up to like their standards, but Locomotive Moscow gave them like quite a bit of trouble in this game, and in the like the reverse fixture of this, they had a lot of trouble as well. Uh, it, the game was like kind of even, and yeah, I, I think Juventus probably deserved to just about win it, but not not like anything special to be honest. So it's then good. we all. Heavy favorites, you know, they really just squeeze that one out. I know. They just, like, that's all they've been doing this season is grinding out results, like, just by one goal every fucking game. Every single one. One game. Okay. I wish Barca was doing that. (laughs) I mean, like, that's kind of what they did last year. And they still want to fire Ernesto Valverde, so. Huh? Are you talking about Barca or? Barca, Barca. Yeah. Yeah. Last was a good season, except for the yeah. Champions League. Yeah. Okay, so we got uh, Red Star Belgrade and Tottenham, 4-0 to Tottenham. The, the only thing that I have to say about this game is that it's a bit odd that Red Star Belgrade conceded four goals at home because normally they're 
their shit away from home. But at home, Red Star Belgrade is pretty like formidable. Like they, uh, they just seem. Huh? Marco won't be too happy about that one. Yeah. I wonder if he was at the game, man. Oh, I don't think he's still there. Is he not there anymore? Oh, okay. I'm not sure about that. I don't know. I don't know. I I saw he went to one before, but... Yeah. So, yeah, that's my only note on that game. Just, like, yeah, Red Star Belgrade, not great. Tottenham maybe coming back into some form. Possibly. Who knows? Uh. PSG won Club Bruges nil, whatever. Like, yeah. Oh my God, they both had two shots on target. What a dreadful game! I uh, thank God I did not watch that. Huh? So I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad yeah. I, didn't. I didn't see that. I'm not disappointed. You know. Thank God. Um, shots ninety minutes. No, thank you. <laughs> so we got also Bayer Leverkusen Atletico. This okay. This one watching the highlights, man. Tom okay, so who scored for Bayer was um Thomas Party, own goal. A great name by the way, Thomas Party. Um I watched the highlights for this one and I was thinking this. Did same. you did you see the fucking his own goal? Did you see it? Yeah, it was terrible. It's, you know why? It's because he jumped up and he jumped he, way too early, eh? On the way down, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He, Way down already, he completely missed on the header. And it's, <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> okay, yeah. so he Thomas Party jumps like way too early to head. Like there was a, a cross into the box, and he jumps to head it out. And he like did the motion like to head the ball out in the direction like away from the goal. But like he he did that movement too early, and as his head was coming back. Sp- Beautiful goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As as his head was coming back into position, he hit it backwards into his own fucking net. Right and in it, the corner, that completely yeah. reached the keeper. Yeah, it was actually like a great header. If that <laughs> went into like the other net, he should have been proud. Yeah, if he scored it on the right side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Atletico Madrid had not conceded a goal in ten games going into this one. Oh, are you for real? Yeah. In God. 10 Champions League? No, not 10 Champions League. 10 consecutive games. Whoa. Yeah, that's it's a crazy. Sad. Little disclaimer. That's how I know it. That's crazy. All right. Well, you, something you expect from them, but even then, that's fucked up. So, um, <laughs> so then Kevin Volland scored in the 55th minute to make it 2-0 to uh, Bayer Leverkusen, who are playing at home, by the way. And then Nadia Amiri got a red card for a bad challenge on... It was a bad one. It was, I saw. It was, yeah. It probably deserved red. The ball, and the guy had already committed to the tackle, and he just tackled him, and he was completely off the ball. Yeah. It was a rightful straight red card. Yeah, and, and his studs were up as well. Yeah. So, yeah, and then uh, Alvaro, Alvaro Morata scored in the 94th minute, just like a consolation goal. So, I mean... I think Atletico Madrid can probably consider themselves unlucky that they didn't win this. Or at least tie it because... Well, let's put it this way. I think Bayer Leverkusen was extremely, extremely happy with the results. Yeah. I mean, say they didn't play a good game. Well, I mean, Atletico Madrid was playing pretty well. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I agree with what you said. I think Atletico was unlucky. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Okay, let's leave... 
Okay, leave the Dinamo Zagreb and Shakhtar Donetsk game for last because that game was like absolutely insane. And uh, <clears throat> we'll leave that one for last. Here we'll talk about Real Madrid 6, Galatasaray 0. Like, not much to say here. Oh, actually, there is a few things to say uh, about Rodrigo. Okay, so um, he's like an 18 year old Brazilian who they picked up out of Santos. This fucker scored. Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Um, he scored a hat trick in this game, scoring in the fourth, seventh, and ninety-second minute. Um, he won a penalty. Uh, oh no, no, no! He didn't win a penalty. Tony Cruz won a penalty, um, and I believe he also got an assist. Or no, no, no! no. He got two assists. Uh, Rodrigo. So. He got two assists and scored a hat-trick in this game, which is fucking nuts for an 18-year-old. Like, oh, also just more proof that Sergio Ramos is the biggest scumbag of all time. Uh, he, so Rodrigo scored in the fourth and seventh minute. In the 14th minute, they had a penalty, and Rodrigo was going to take it, and Sergio Ramos took the ball from him and took the penalty. It's like, bro, let the guy have his fucking hat-trick. Well, he still got it, though. He did. Yeah. I know, but, dude, he's an 18-year-old. Let him do it, yeah, <laughs> you Ramos motherfucker. Is, you know Ramos isn't the best penalty taker either. That's also a known fact. Do you remember that classic, like, one that he's renowned for? Which one? The one they made all the memes about. He took the penalty, and then they make, like, a video, like, just, like, a interlude, a clip where it's, like, it goes all the way up, and it shows it goes... It keeps... Because it goes so far up. <laughs> crazy far up. Just shows it going into space, you know, like those. Yeah, the with the song, the that song from like two years ago. Yeah, like, the one. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Fast and Furious was their theme song. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. So I'm saying this guy shouldn't be taking anybody's penalty, let alone an 18 year old kid who's trying to get his hat trick. I don't know. Scumbag. Scumbag. All right, so let's uh, just talk about the last one here. This game yeah. was seemed pretty standard up until the 83rd minute. So Dinamo Zagreb, Shakhtar Donetsk. 13th minute, you got oh, some guy who I don't know named. <laughs> Some guy named Alan Patrick, who I've never heard of, scored for Shakhtar. 25th minute, Bruno Petkovic levels it up at 1-1. Live or you just saw the highlights after? I just saw the highlights after. <laughs> and then, get this. Okay. Uh, 74th minute, Nicholas... Oh, no, sorry. Nikola Moro gets a red card for Dinamo Zagreb. Then, five minutes later, Marlos for Shakhtar Donetsk. Gets also gets a red card, so then it's 10v10 at this point, and this is where shit gets fucking nuts. <laughs> um, Dinamo Zagreb score in the 83rd minute. You know they think hmm, maybe I, maybe we've won this. Then they score again in the 89th minute, so it's 3-1 to Zagreb, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we definitely won this 89th minute. Then, <laughs> Jesus Christ, in the know where it's going because I know the square. I've seen TFC do something similar only once. Did you see the highlights of this game? I haven't, no. Dude, go watch them after this. It's nuts. Then, 93rd minute in added time, 
Junior Marais, I think is how you pronounce it, scores for Shakhtar. And then in the... It's 3-2 at this point. Yeah. There's still, 90 <laughs> There's still no possible chance of a comeback. Yeah. And then in the 98th <laughs> minute, the 8th minute of added time, uh, a Zagreb defender makes a very clumsy, clumsy tackle in the box. And takes down a, a Zagreb player or a Shakhtar player, and Tete scores from the spot to make it three three. Just well, like let's see the last one. Okay. Yeah, you guys, I would highly recommend watching these highlights. It's like why has this year of Champions League has been so fun? Like you just have to look at this week. Like like if, <laughs> the amount of red cards and goals a game and controversy is just like fantastic. I love it. It's just been so fun. That's why you got to come through and and watch some more. Come through to the spot. Yeah. But yeah, that that wraps us up for uh, Champions League review this week. Are you uh, are you playing footy tomorrow? Tomorrow is Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, most likely. Uh, at yeah. around four. Almost positive four. Yeah. I go in the morning with the. Uh, Are the, they going? Oh wait, wait, hold on. I'll call you after about this. All right, all right. Yeah, what's we'll up? The, the listeners don't have to hear this, but um. Yeah. So. That was our first official episode. That will be the Champions League like roundup. But yeah, I think um, we're gonna be doing some videos or sorry, some uh, podcasts of like different kind of kinds of lists. I was thinking about this. Would you be down to do like I don't know, like a list of like players that don't play enough at their current clubs? You know, do a little bit of research and stuff, or like players that you know like. I most certainly will have to do a little lot of research. Yeah, yeah. Because you know how little I know about, like, you know, what's going on with Yeah, but, you, but you know enough that you can, like, catch up. Conversations, I learn a little more. I, I am, as you say, I'm catching up. But, you know, I have a long, long way to go. I yeah. am, but there's a lot of stuff for me to learn before I can really have a meaningful conversation on the topic, you know? Don't worry. We'll, we'll get it all, get it all uh, flowing and together. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it all out. So, yeah, thanks so much for listening, you guys. It's been a pleasure recording this first uh, Extra Time podcast with you, Jawadi. You too. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to like us on all platforms, subscribe, you know, follow us wherever. Yes. You, the What on Earth Takeover. Yes, I love the push. Do you want to push also to uh, the other podcasts and to dinner parties? Yeah. Yeah, dinnerparties.ca as well. Go follow him on Instagram. Go book yourself a dinner party. I promise you won't regret it. (laughs) And if you haven't yet, make sure to turn notifications on for the podcast on whatever platform you listen to. Subscribe. Leave us a rating. Go listen to the regular World on Earth podcast, which um, comes out on Sundays and Wednesdays. This podcast will just drop literally whenever we're finished recording it because of how how fast news travels in in soccer right it's extra time you know extra time baby yeah Yeah, it is all right wadi i'm gonna call you again after this just so we can discuss tomorrow but thank you so much for listening thanks for coming on talk to you in a while peace